It's time for Conversations with Craig. LMU Athletic Director Craig Pintins takes you behind the scenes with the Lions, the West Coast Conference, and Collegiate Athletics. And now, our host, Athletic Director Craig Pintins. Episode 14 of Conversations with Craig and as is tradition, we try to pick a favorite athlete that wore number 14, and there are some really great number 14s. You've got Ernie Banks, you've got Oscar Robertson, uh, but the number 14 we're going to pick to dedicate this episode, we are in Southern California, so we are going to dedicate it to Dan Fouts, the Chargers quarterback who had a great career. Now they're the Los Angeles Chargers, so they are right down the street from us, and today I am thrilled to do this episode because we have got the number five ranked beach volleyball team in the country here. And we are joined by three standouts, three graduate students, nonetheless. Uh, we've got Emma Dowd, Ia Lindell, and Jesse Pritchard. And I think I got your name right, Ia. Is that correct? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, let's just jump right in. You've had a great season thus far, sitting at 20 and two on the year. Uh, with just two losses coming to uh, Florida State and USC. And you've got a big upcoming match here against UCLA. Just talk, walk us through the season thus far. 20 and two, number five in the country, looking pretty good to try to get in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I mean, it's been such a cool experience. I think something that's really been helping our team this year is that we're really focusing on just one game at a time. Like, we're all so excited to play always. And we're like, oh, we have that big game next week. But we always remind ourselves, like, one game. We have one game tomorrow, and that's the most important game of the year. I mean, Ia said it really well, Emma or Jesse, but do you have anything to add to that, just kind of where you're at? Yeah, I think going off of that, before – our games, we usually just connect as a team and just remind each other, like, hey, as long as we rely on our values, our team values, and just play together, things will look great. Um, so I think just having that boundary um, on our team and relying on one another has been really help helpful, especially with our coaches, just reminding us, hey, it's just now, like, now is the most important time. So just keeping that focus really small um, has been able to help us a lot. And, and Jesse, I mean, currently you've had a, a great individual. Everybody's had a great year. I mean, your records are all obviously very uh, high because of the fact that a lot of the matches have been 5-0 or 4-1. Just for those that are listening or watching the way beach volleyball works, if you're unfamiliar, there's five different matches going on and you obviously have to win at least three of them to win as a team. Uh, but within that, there's individual matches, very similar to the setup of, of tennis. And uh, Jesse, currently, uh, you and Savannah are, if I have this correct, uh, ranked number three in the country as individuals because you have only one loss. I mean, what happened in the what, let's hey let's we you've been great, but what happened in the one loss? What happened? To <laughs> There's too much good to talk about that. <laughs> Fair, enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, what? Go ahead. No, I was just going to say um, this season has been super awesome. Obviously, uh, it's it's fun to have that record. Um, and obviously, that one loss uh, hurts a little bit. But um, I, I'd say just something our team in general and Sav and I have really focused on is playing to our strengths. Like, we, 
we're not worried about who we're playing or, you know, what the other side has to offer. We're worried about um, how we could like set personal records for ourselves and how we're going to perform and not like what they're going to throw at us because we'll, we're going to respond, you know? So I think that's why our team, um, Sav and I and our team in general has been really successful. Yeah. yeah and, and obviously last year uh, coming off of COVID uh, which obviously put the season at a halt and an opportunity to repeat as WCC champions. Obviously this year, the WCC championship will occur in a couple weeks here. So we're prepping for that, but backing up even further than that, Emma, this is specific to you. You came here specifically to play beach volleyball. So you have been here almost since the start of the program. Uh, yeah. And, and you're in your fifth year. Walk us through what just your LMU experience has been like uh, with, with John. And I think he's the best coach in the country. I, t- I completely agree. I, I think when I first committed, I didn't really know. All right, I know like some indoor girls would play on the beach team, um, but I my focus with why I chose LMU was because of John um, in the beach volleyball program because I think he's he said it himself he's kind of like a wallpaper and he's very like kind of behind the scenes, but him as a coach is just probably the one of the best things that's happened to our program. Um, and I'm freshman year, I think we only had like four beach only players and now we have 15, I want to say. Um, and it's just, it's just cool to see how much the program has developed from four beach only players to having some indoor to a complete beach roster. Um, and just how much, you know, not even being ranked my freshman or sophomore year, um, to being ranked junior, senior, and my graduate year. I think it says a lot about the program and how much more more potential it has um, just with John and how his vision of the program itself and how he attracts people who, who want to win, who want to learn and get better, and just the whole volleyball community at LMU. I think it's amazing. It's really cool to see that develop over the course of just five years. It sounds like a long time, but to – turn around a program like that that's pretty cool and special no it, it is a it's a testament to you Emma your teammates and and certainly John and uh my question for all of you is we we need something on John here because the man is maybe the most relaxed person <laughs> I've ever met nothing ever seems to rattle him he just is very calm at all times and I mean, you could tell him that there's a hurricane coming, a tsunami, and he'd be like, oh, okay, well, uh, we'll figure it out, you know, uh, okay, well, should we, should we go somewhere? You know, that would be John's reaction to that, that kind of news. So we need something. There has to be a moment where John got at least a little tick of upset. Go ahead. You got it. You know what I'm talking about. You don't know until we go. <laughs> okay, so usually, like, I know this is, like, happens in practice. Like, it's cool to say, like, when John gets upset, it's, like, him raising his voice, like, a tiny bit. Like, him upset isn't, like, it's not, it's not mean. It's not, it's just, like, just a little bit. Like, his voice, like, increases a little bit or, you know, he talks a little bit faster. So I think sometimes in practice – um like if we don't go for balls like he has this saying like you don't know until you go like even if the ball's like 
40 pounds or, you know, whatever it is, he always says, you don't know until you go. And I think one of the very first practices in the fall when Ia came, she's kind of like feeling a vibe for the team, how the coaches are. Um, and a girl on our team didn't go for a ball. And John takes a ball and just throws it probably almost to the chapel from where the beach on campus beach courts are. And he's like, you don't know until you go. And Ia looks at me and she goes, oh my gosh, like, is he serious? She could like, should I be laughing? Is that like John upset? So that's like, uh, an inside of him being upset which is nothing um but it, it's pretty funny to like to see that sometimes is and to see her reaction to it's like is he like upset is this a joke <laughs> what, did, so let, let's that's a great story did I mean John sneaky amazing athlete obviously mm-hmm. you, you're talking about an AVP MVP here so clearly very athletic my guess is he probably can throw a ball pretty far. Pretty far. <laughs> yeah. What, what did, did the ball just disappear? Did we ever find the ball? Did it go down, roll down the bluff? What, what happened with the ball? I mean, legend says that it's still going. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I can, I can truly believe that. Yeah, that is a, a great point. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, Jesse, you, you've obviously uh, played both. What is the, the biggest difference between transitioning from indoor to to beach? Honestly, uh, it's kind of a big difference. A lot of people like, they're like, it's volleyball, you know, like it's pretty much the same thing. And I'm like, uh, no, it's running and jumping in sand. Um, but, um, I would say, um, yeah, just getting used to the conditions. Um, I, one of the reasons I love playing beach is because you're outside and there's a lot of environmental factors like wind and yeah, like jumping in the sand. Um, so I'd say the hardest thing for me is to transition from just like being a setter from indoor to, you know, doing it all on the beach, um, passing, setting, attacking. Um, yeah, I didn't really get that many opportunities to um, be a hitter uh, in college or before that. So um, it's super fun to kind of learn that side of the game or to have learned um, throughout my beach career at LMU. Um and I enjoy it so much. And so I'd, I'd probably say that. You know, that, that makes a lot of sense. And it is fascinating to watch uh, the, the team growth that Emma alluded to in terms of having people that played both and, and now almost having a, a complete team of, of each only. And, and that is really unique. And I think it obviously is paying dividends for us as we uh, go through the season. Ia, you, you, you came from Cal and had a, a successful career there. What made you choose to, to come to LMU? So I actually, all my guys will be done with my eligibility last year because it was my senior year at Cal. And I had spoken with John like a year before COVID hit about potentially working with the LMU beach team as like a film person or just like helping out with the team because I was going to move to LA to pursue professional beach volleyball. And then when everything ended and I got an extra year of eligibility me and John spoke about me joining the team and I mean I was so excited to be a part of this and it's been amazing and I'm so grateful every day for it. No it, it, it again it has been a, a great year and, and there's still a, a lot of I mean a lot of season left and a lot of really big matches coming up uh, and I agree we're going to take it one at a time you have the right mindset and I know John would not let you go much beyond that but 
the next match is UCLA. So how do, does anything change? Does your preparation change? How do you walk us through maybe what it looks like from a scouting perspective when you know who you're probably going to play? Basically, a lot of the pairs remain the same throughout the year and you remain at the same number. You're playing ones, twos, threes, fours, fives. So that there's not much shift uh, during that. So you kind of know who you're going to play. Do you watch film or is film available? How, how Walk us through prep for UCLA this week. Yeah, so we definitely do watch film when we have access to it. But, I mean, it does change for College Beach. Like, you can switch one pair up or down between each duel. So a lot of times, like, our team might switch or the other team might switch or the other team might switch pairings. So I think just, like, playing to PR is what Jesse was talking about. So that's always our biggest focus. And it doesn't really matter who's on the other side of the net because we're always going to prepare the same. So we, we really focus a lot more on watching our own film and then going in with goals for the week and for the practice before the game to see like what we want to focus on before we play again. Okay, this is a, a really random question, but I've always been curious about this. It, it might just be my lack of coordination, but the lines that you have, you know, obviously it's like a tape. Have you ever really just tripped over the tape, like going for balls? <laughs> Oh have gosh. you ever tuned into any of our live streams? I, I have watched. <laughs> yes, uh, there, were, there was a specific question, maybe. <laughs> I feel targeted here. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, it wasn't targeted at all. I was just talking in general. <laughs> but just, I'm curious, what, what does that feel like? It's really the hardest part of the game for me personally. <laughs> I, I go out and get extra reps on the weekends, but I still haven't gotten it down. You know, walking back to the, past the end line. <laughs> so what do you, I mean, when that happens... Does your does your teammate, your partner, um, in the beach vernacular, what do they say to you? Like after that, something like that happens. Um, I think. What's Megan, the conversation like? Uh, <laughs> I think at first Megan was like, "Oh my god, like did you just break your foot? Like are you okay?" But now she's more used to it, and she's like, "Okay, <laughs> go back, go back and serve now." <laughs> no, that that is. Uh, it, it's it's fascinating to watch and it definitely that would be the one thing I would not be able to do uh out there is I, I just I won't be able to handle that because I you know I, very similar to John I would go like I, I'm gonna go for whatever ball I can try to get and I probably wouldn't be paying attention to the line so clearly <laughs> yeah I think that John doing that in practice early on spurred you on and I it's all his his fault if, if something like that ever happens again um, that's, that's good. What it looking ahead and, and again, don't want to look too far ahead, but clearly with the ranking being number five and a couple of big matches coming up, there is an opportunity to compete in the postseason. For those that don't know, eight teams make it to uh, the beach volleyball championship, which is held in Gulf Shores, Alabama every year, right at the beginning of May. If, if again, we'll put if, cause still have some work to do, but if, uh, LMU was to make it to Gulf Shores, what does that mean for the program going forward? Just you're all taking it one match at a time, so you don't want to speculate on. I get it, that's fine. Yeah. But I, what what does it mean? Just let's let's reframe the question. What does it mean right now to just be ranked number five and have people obviously in the beach volleyball community paying attention to LMU? Um, I think this goes to show the potential that the program has. Um, I think 
Mm-hmm. Some girls like like I'm like wow we're ranked like five like wow that's mm-hmm. that's pretty cool like you know yeah you don't want to look at rankings because they're upsets every week but I don't know it's cool to see that the effort the hard work the dedication that everyone on the team and the coaches puts into the program I think it shows um, yeah and it's just it's cool it's I think it's the best our program's ever had um, so it's just it's cool to see how much the team and program has developed over the years. It's really cool. And, and for those that are, again, listening, if, if you haven't ever been to a beach volleyball match, you need to come out and watch them play. It is fantastic. Uh, depending on the court setup, you can have three matches, potentially four matches, potentially five matches going at the same time. Uh, and, and so if you can find the right viewing spot, you can kind of, try to keep your eyes on everything happening at the same time. And, and the scores can fluctuate based on uh, who's ahead in a certain match. It, it could give you an advantage. How, how much attention do you pay maybe to the other matches, particularly maybe if it's 1-1, let's say it's 1-1 and you've got up obviously the other three matches happening. What, how much are you paying attention to what's going on in the other court? too much maybe at times Um, we try not to I mean we of course want to encourage our teammates and cheer for them like maybe during timeouts but um, uh, we try and stay focused on our own uh, matches because you know that's all we can control (laughs) but um, it's difficult sometimes like not to get caught up in someone else's game be like oh we need this win or how are they doing what's the score like it's hard not to ask even like our coaches like um do you know who won the twos or whatever like um but yeah it, it's funny sometimes <laughs> no it is and it, it's really exciting to watch as a as a fan particularly if it's coming down and it's a tight match and at one point on one court could make a difference and then you look over and there's still a point going on in the next one um that that could make a a big difference so we've got, you know, obviously we've got a couple big matches coming up uh, as, of, as of now and always scheduled to change potentially based on uh, COVID issues, but UCLA tend to this uh, weekend. And then you've got Cal Poly, who's also ranked pretty high. You've got Stanford coming up, who is, is also ranked high as well. And then uh, to end the season, the West Coast Conference Championship is gonna be held right down the street at Doc Weiler Beach in El Segundo. So for those that are have not ever seen beach volleyball, that is your opportunity to come out. Uh, LA County, you know, you can just walk down the beach and be there. I'm not sure what kind of restrictions they're gonna have on attendance, but the great thing about beach volleyball is you just show up and you can be there. Again, it's at Doc Weiler Beach. It is starting on Friday, April 30th. And then again on Saturday, May 1st. And since there was not a WCC, championship last year we are the defending WCC champs uh, and hopefully we can take care of business there and actually the last time we had a WCC championship uh, I think somebody on this call had the winning match uh, winning point what was that like just to walk us through that Emma all right this is this is behind the scenes I think V actually served the winning point there's just a bad call that the refs didn't see. So I think, I honestly think it was me that did it. Um, but in that moment, it was, I mean, we deal with 
press pressure situations like this all the time where sometimes John will be like, Hey, if you miss this serve, like you lose. Um, or Hey, like if they ace you, like game's over. So I think in that moment that was running through my head and I was like, you know what? I've trained for this. Our team has worked our butt off and this, this, I'm just going to go for it. I think they actually told me to serve the other girl. So we didn't serve this girl the entire game and, and Mansfield and John were both coaching us and John goes, all right, you're going to serve the other girl. I'm like, what? Like, what do you mean? Like the other girl, she was hurt like 10 minutes ago. We got to keep it on her. Um, but he's like, no, you're just going to serve her short. Just do it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> here we go. Um, but yeah, it was, it was such a, such a cool experience. And so it was so thrilling to just share that with my closest friends and just to be in that moment. I, it kind of runs back in my head a couple of times, just having the entire team like run together on the court. It's, it's cool. It's, it's really, it's, it's, it's a special moment for sure. Well, here's to more special moments this year. Uh, definitely have a couple big matches coming up. WCC championships coming up, uh, which would be great to repeat. And then hopefully if everything works out in the next couple of weeks, uh, go to Gulf Shore, Gulf Shores, Alabama, which is May 7th and 8th, uh, which would be an outstanding step for this program in what is quickly developing into one of the top beach programs in the country. And uh, it's a testament to the young women on this call for all their hard work and, and dedication to the sport. This has been Conversations with Craig, episode 14. Thank you for tuning in, and go Lions! Lions, thank you for listening to Conversations with Craig. Join us next month as LMU Athletic Director Craig Pintons continues to take you behind the scenes with the Lions.